What's up, everybody? It's Austin Rivers from the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's a new year, and I have a new podcast here at The Ringer, Off Guard, hosted by me and my guy, Pasha Hagigi. Austin and I go way back and talk so much hoop already that we figured it was time to fire up the mics and let you in on all of these conversations. Every week, Pasha and I will hit on the biggest stories happening in the league and get Austin's perspective of someone currently hooping in the NBA. Tap into Off Guard every Friday on The Ringer NBA show feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling, presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets, download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello, friends, and welcome to this golf podcast, unlike any other. Oh, yes, my friends, we have done it. We are back, baby. It's 2023, and this is Fairway Rollin! Golf podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I am your starter, Joe House, joined. As always, by my incomparable accomplice, our PGA Tour correspondent on the ground, Nathan Hubbard. Today is a two-ball. We're covering a non-elevated event, so I think that Nathan and I can handle the non-elevated status of the Sony and the non-elevated status of the Amex, just our own selves. Big things are on the horizon, though. The full swing documentary on Netflix is coming. We're going into some fantastic venues coming up here, but look, it's a two ball. Let's go ahead and tackle this thing with Siwoo Kim precision and a plum. Throwing a peg in the ground. It's a two of us. Off we go. Nate dog. How's your Siwoo Kim? 
Siwoo. Woo! It's pretty good. Inextricably linked Siwoo Kim and Jordan Speed. That's the Siwoo of all. Yeah. Or is it the Pet Mayo? <laughs> I don't know. Here's what I know. It sure felt as they made that turn like Siwoo Kim was going to win this thing. You just had the sense that somebody was going to have to do something big. Hayden Buckley gave it his best. But when Siwoo Kim chipped in, you just had a sense that was it. This is an interesting career for this guy. Four wins on tour, including a player's championship. And we're coming into a week at a tournament that he's won before. Yep. Just a very interesting career for a very talented golfer who seems to sort of ebb and flow, not unlike lots of golfers. But this was a good win. Yeah, man. Uh, 27 years old with four wins under his belt, and it's boomer bust, which is why everybody likes Siwoo. Uh, speaking of, of boomer bust and the connection with Jordan Spieth, you know, the, the, there, there will always be uh, Jordan Spieth at the Ryder Cup, or was it the President's Cup, referencing Siwoo. Shaking that ass in any event. Uh, yes. Jordan Spieth gave Shook us his ass. the... Full, out of the tournament. The full, the full speed experience. First round leader to first class ticket off the island. Um, I mean, not just first round leader, but first round leader making comments like, yeah, you know, sometimes I just can't keep my shit together, but here I feel like I got five or six under in me every day. And the next day he goes <laughs> out and shoots five over and misses the cut. And House, this is two weeks in a row when a really, really great American golfer has really, really choked. What was worse, Colin Morikawa on Sunday at Kapalua or Jordan Spieth on Friday at the Sony Open? I don't think it's fair to compare the two. I mean... Why? Well, because Morikawa had genuine Sunday back nine pressure and was many, many, many strokes up and had the, the event within his grasp and all he had to do was par out to win the golf tournament. Jordan Spieth did Jordan Spieth things. I mean, you know, it is uh, the, the, the most uh, complete experience of what we watched Thursday, Friday, and I expect more of the same. It's just going to be this way. He that's That's who he is. The true bummer of it was, in addition to me having a ticket on Jordan Speed, um, the only thing that was going to make this golf tournament interesting to watch on television over the weekend was the possibility of Jordan Speed being there o- over the weekend, uh, up against the the brilliant wildcard weekend football, and then he was gone and it was gone. And I guess well, it makes sense. I'm going to ask your opinion. We were back to the old TV production situation. Yeah. <laughs> so, Which is to say what? Well, no no sponsor for the last hour. A uh, lot of commercial breaks as the guys yeah. come down the stretch. Didn't see every one of Hayden Buckley's shots as he, yeah. you know, stumbled his way towards the yeah, conclusion. He, he played all right. I mean, he played, played all right. And the first. Look, there's a couple things that happen. Tom Kim misses the cut. Webb Simpson misses the cut. Billy Ho misses the cut. Sung Jay misses the cut. Jordan misses the cut. So you got uh, you got a lot of guys who might have pulled eyeballs into the telecast that didn't. Secondly, to your point, what a weekend of football. 
<laughs> Except for just the glorious game last night on Monday, which doesn't count. Uh, by the way, who were you rooting for? Can we just quick aside as, as two major DC football fans? Like, this was hard. This is just a hard game to watch for me. Were which? You, it, it, Dallas and Tampa. So I made peace with Dallas. Dallas made me a lot of money this year, um, okay. especially okay. once that defense, the first part of the season, when they um, showed themselves to have uh, a speed on defense that you know folks weren't anticipating, they, they, they covered a bunch with Cooper Rush, and, and, it, and it cashed me a bunch of tickets. So I set aside my animus for Dallas uh, and, and um, instead reveled in how much I enjoy money, and that's the way that I resolved that, okay. that dilemma. Okay, so you were rooting for Dallas. I was rooting for my wallet, which was on Dallas. Okay, fine. Um, speaking of my wallet, JJ Spawn top twenty bet cashed, and the thing about this golf tournament that we were speaking about before we got into play, the reason that these off events matter is if you pay attention, you can do some good things for your wallet. JJ yes. Spawn has played very well. He was a momentum bet coming out of Kapalua because he got himself into Kapalua by by you know g- getting his way to the the tour champ last year. Well, he won a tournament. That's how he got to Kapalua. But JJ Spawn, top 20, plus 160. It was there for the taking. And he was, in spite of a 71 on Saturday, where he backed up, he was in it. And that's what's kind of fun about these off events. Because if you go through this leaderboard, hey, we've been paying attention to Hayden Buckley. He's been yeah. hanging, he's he's been hanging around. That wasn't a bad you know, there were guys like Andrew Putnam, who I think we're gonna maybe talk a little bit more we about are. later yeah they're just this is where in these off events well we're calling them off there's the elevated events where we know all of the biggest guys are going to play and then there's these non-elevated events where the question is hovering out their house are these going to be interesting golf tournaments are they going to matter we're going to see this week that in some cases they really are Top 10 of the top 20 in the official world golf rankings will be in the desert. 10 of the top 20 in the FedEx standings will be in the desert, most in over a decade. There will certainly be a decline in the quality of some of these tournaments. But if you're paying attention from a fantasy and gambling standpoint, this is when you strike. It is no surprise that Mav McNeely finished T7 last week. Because guess what? What does Mav McNeely do well? He plays well in what area? The West Coast Swing Always. So you go in on Mav McNeely. Now, in some cases, the odds are going to get people are going to get out over their skis and you're going to there's going to be some sucker bets. But boy, this is if you're paying attention, a way to make a little money uh, beyond where the general public might might who's not paying attention. Yeah, that's right. And we'll have some of those down the leaderboard names, as is always our our, our way, our case, you know, out of the the natural limelight uh, profile um, and where we're just sort of tracking guys who have this week's interesting because it's a Pete Dye course. So we can look at some guys who've performed well on Pete Dye courses, but we had Corey Connors as a nice play last week as well. You mentioned Matt McNeely, yep. the Andrew Putnam thing, you know, you mentioned JJ, JJ Spawn for sure. So like we didn't have Siwoo Kim, but we mentioned names. Please listen to the names, and then this you can is why, make your own. This is why, yeah, they, this is why you really shouldn't bet on winners, though. I mean, no. bet on winners, it's fine, but that's right. kind of a sucker bet in golf, isn't it, House? And I hate, but this is what the time mean? of year of when I ask you to do the Tell little everybody, bit of the Don't run. do it. It's only yes. for fun. You only bet on a winner for fun. You you for don't get fun. 
there's there's no proper risk uh, allocation to it. You don't get rewarded by betting on on a winner. The odds are against you. Where are you going to make your money? Yeah, head to heads and 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 finishing position. And, if you have a real conviction, positions. that's well, the I way also, to do it. Yeah, it's early in the season, Nate, but I'm about to to um, make the leap into make the cut parlays as well. It's just time. I mean, we're only a couple weeks in. Let's not. No, we have full field. We have cut. It's a field. It's a cut after 54 holes in this upcoming event, which is extra fun because of the you're doing parlays. Of course, I am. Make the God. cut parlays. You doing know, I'm it. doing it. I'm doing it because I like some names. And anyway, we'll we'll get to that. That makes it fun. You know where you can't do that. The Live Tour. No, you can't. No, no make the cut, miss the cut parlays on the Live Tour. But there's news, (laughs) breaking news as of today. Apparently, they're entering into a timeshare. It's a it's a it's a Live Golf CW Network timeshare. Would you you see this news, Nate? Dog. World's funniest animals needs a lead in. Is that? Well, or is it nine zero two one zero reruns? One of my pals made that joke. I'll steal it in a heartbeat. That's fine. There's going to be a lot of jokes made about it. And and in fact, the, the live bot accounts are already out in front of it saying, I'm sure the bloggers and podcasters are drafting their criticisms of, of the CW, but the <laughs> facts are they're finding their way into 65 million households and they're not buying airtime. Like many had insinuated. This is a massive step forward. Guess what? They are, they are buying the damn airtime because they're not getting any rights fees. And they're selling the advertising, and they're bearing the production costs. So do the math. Do the math. It's fine though. They they have to. They had to be on TV. But and, do they? Do they? Uh, is this ridiculous? It is. Like, of course is it this, is. Of this course. This feels like just a total brand damage. It's this feels like dating Pete Davidson. What what brand? You know what I mean? What are we talking about? Like, there's no no brand. This all. The thing that I'm gonna going to enjoy over the course of the year, this is the put up or shut up. Like either attract some eyes and and demonstrate some viability because the product uh, on television, the entertainment product, the TV show that you're putting on is a fun TV show. We'll 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 find out. But you know, it's in the context of like, well, this this will be a test of whether or not the individual franchises have viability because the business model imagines that uh outside people will want to buy the 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 nut busters or whatever the you know the the, the, the dumbass <laughs> names are will be over the course of this season uh and the guys on those 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 guys can invest themselves in in, in the nut busters and and you know the ball smellers and you know the 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 nut lickers i mean i'll, I'll stop now but uh we'll yeah. see We'll see. Look, It'll be fun. I mean, just I'm just thinking about all of the 65 to 80 year old men who are going to tune in to watch Dustin Johnson <laughs> annihilate a field on a live golf, and then suddenly they're going to become super familiar with all the CW actresses. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute! Cassidy and Candace Patton. Those they have all those shows about Phoebe witches. Tonkin. Are yeah. those witch shows? Yeah, witch shows, vampire diaries, like all sorts of things. There's going to be suddenly this spike in, in 65 to 80-year-old dudes who are super in to witch shows on the CW. Well, you know what they are missing at this point is a schedule. <laughs> Pride? And, and 
um, who the competitors are going to be. We don't know who the 48 are. We don't have a firm schedule yet. But I, yeah, those are details. We'll work it out. They're all the CW, baby. Rickards. Willa Holland. There we go. We, we, we're, we're on TV. Speaking of on TV, in between us taping uh, when we taped last Tuesday with Sobel, who I got a lot of feedback on the Sobel appearance. He, w- he was on fire. He was hot. I mean, I you listened to it afterwards. Some hot takes coming out of Sobel. I don't know if it's a sinus infection. <laughs> he shot man. on the J.J. Spawn pick. I'll tell you that. That <laughs> he wasn't a hot. <laughs> he, he went right at it, the no laying up, fellas. I mean, you know, what yeah, those guys do. Yeah, yeah it, seriously. In any event, it was wonderful. And Sobel is always welcome this is why under we all him. circumstances. He's my favorite, one of my favorites, for sure. Um, but I mention it for the purpose of saying we have the actual trailer for the full swing documentary coming out on Netflix in a handful of weeks. We both signed up for permission to try and get the screeners ahead of time. We may have the screeners. We may have the screeners. We're we're hoping. I mean, if we get permission. But what was your favorite part of the teaser? Yeah. I mean, besides Joel Damon, who, let me just say for the public, Joel Damon has a baby that's coming very soon. And he has just pulled out of Palm Springs. Mm. Uh, I would expect that there's some shakiness to to the commitments to whether Joel Damon's going to play uh, some of these tournaments over the next couple of weeks. So I would uh, I would watch your bets on those uh, because he's going to go be a first time dad, which is very exciting for Joel. Besides that, it is what appears to be Ian Poulter throwing his clubs in the locker room, which has been the topic of much conversation in this. Like. Uh, it feels like it's just sort of for the cameras. It, I mean, that's right. Just, if there's if there's just, any any dipshit in golf that you think will play to the camera, like if we did a draft, let's do the dipshit uh, uh, camera draft. Who who's going to be? You know, like he he's, he goes number one, and it's not even close, right? A million percent. This is about uh, just for the brand, and the- uh, and it's fine. I mean, I think the job. We'll know more when we see the screeners, but my expectation is our advice to the to the general audience is going to be just like everything that comes out of the live guys. You're going to have to watch it with a filter, right? Which is that this none of this. There's very little truth in what's being presented. Much of it is for show and for optics. And again, this is not so much a knock on the but like it is very true that at this moment in time. There were lots of guys who were trying to hide the ball on the fact that they were going to go. And they were not particularly truthful with journalists, which is their right, by the way. Because, sure. you know, I mean, who wants to get the shit beat out of them the, the way that people were getting like the Phil situation did not look like fun. And I think in hindsight, history will say these guys just were trying to avoid, you know, automatically being, uh, you know, blacklisted for for a choice that they were making whatever the point is i think we're gonna see this might be acting as bad as a cw show (laughs) wow i love it all right so you're you're saying that uh the playing to the camera the hamming it up we you're not anticipating very many genuine moments if you had to like guys are gonna get a critic's choice award okay all right so you're 
the ratio of genuine moments to uh, full put on dramatic bullshit. Um, you're you're you're. It sounds like you're tilted pretty heavily towards the 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 hamming it up. Yeah, but I remain like you. I think pretty interested to see how the live guys are presented. It, there's so much material. It's hard to imagine that they won't, uh, you know, again show some of the before and after scenes of what was communicated about people's interest in going to live before and then after those players did. That said, I mean, Brooks was tweeting and and posting it to Instagram, so he seems to be excited. I I know a couple of guys who are pretty nervous about how they're going to be presented. I don't think anybody has actually seen it through and through yet. Yeah, well, Brooks should be doing that. It's the only way for him to be in the in the public eye. Like this is the problem that these the live guys have. Uh, and and we'll see if the CW marriage produces more eyeballs for them. But that's right at the at the heart of the challenge that those guys have in front of them. They have uh, they're staring at the abyss of irrelevance. We keep talking about it in this in in the. Um, context of, of Bryson, unless they go out and kick ass in the majors, which is why the majors are going to be so rich. Yes. They, they need this show to remind the public about their own individual brands, small B, and, you know, the, who they are as interesting figures in an entertainment product. Like, this yeah. is the thing that the challenge, like, you're going to be on a TV show and you want people to watch that TV show, you, you better be an interesting character. If you're not an interesting character and TV show sucks, then I'm not watching it. And that's the the challenge they have in front of them. So in that respect, the Netflix show um, props up potentially the guys that jumped over to live and and has the effect. Maybe it fills some of that. They don't have to do um, a weekly update about the status of the lawsuit uh, and they can spare us that maybe, hopefully. That That's what we would hope for. I, I do think that I hope we're not getting too excited about this just because of Drive to Survive. You know, it's a little bit like an M. Night Shyamalan movie or something. It's like, uh, okay. I, I mean, I, I get that there were the Sixth Sense was awesome, but then there was a lot of shitty movies that he's made too. So I, I well, let uh, me let me ask this. I I will say from my own personal perspective, the tiny increase in. Um, during the the PGA Tour events thus far, the tiny increase in access to um, player caddy interaction and and player vocalizing, the fact that there's a mic there, yes, it is it is really rubbing me the right way. <laughs> and so, because I just feel <laughs> wow. we've been so starved. It's not, yeah, I've yeah, heard I'm going to leave it at that. Do, that's, but, yeah. Well, that's true. I am an easy rub. Yes, the 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 the, uh, the access all by itself is intriguing to me, even if yes. it's a version of these yes. guys. That's, that's a, you know, not exactly vampire uh, diaries audition yes. going to the id, right? We're not getting the full id. Um, it's going to be interesting. I just hope that it, it makes the kind of waves. You know, if it makes 30% of the waves that drive to survive did, this will matter. And it will have been a good choice. I, yeah. it, it just, if it's only for golf dorks, like us, it probably is a tree falling in the forest. It it could be both, right? It could be for and the it, it's up to Netflix and Box and every the guys that all combined on this thing, yeah, to make the first three episodes interesting. 
they they they, they get a three show trial run i think with with a non golf uh community non-golf viewership right the people yeah. that aren't living and breathing it the way that we are they i think they get may, maybe two shows right like bill simmons you know golf fan grew up with golf in his life loves golf history will he watch this show beyond two episodes you know what i mean it's a that's a sports fan it's a sports fan as a sports fan this episode is brought to you by ebay motors passion drive and patience the formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you will always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply this episode is brought to you by evernorth health services costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care and evernorth is doing everything in their power to make that possible behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that'll benefit your bottom line. It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because they're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Anyway, speaking of good litmus test, here we are with the American Express, and we have some indication right away about how the tour and its schedule and these guys are going to set up for 2024 we have immediate proof of concept that the beginning to the season could be super fun super interesting and we have you said 10 of 20 it's it's also eight of the top 15 it's a bunch of names that we want to see competing in golf yeah. and it's an interesting, it has been ho-hum in the past because it yes. lacked wattage, right? Well, then said ever since Bob Hope himself passed away, RIP, <laughs> like this is the old Bob Hope. It has not been, hadn't had quite the appeal, but there's some, I'll tell you, I've been trying to understand why, you know, Hawaii last week was just okay. This, what does this mean that these, these guys are all here and what's the reason? And, 
I mean, you tell me how there's there's I have a couple of theories, just a couple. I mean, first of all, it means Pebble Beach is really going to suck. You I think? think I think Pebble Beach is going to suck in terms of the field because some of these guys have got to take a They're going to play Phoenix. It's an elevated event. They're going to play Riv. It's an elevated event. They're going to play Tory. It's an elevated event. So, you know, that means they've either got to play seven of eight if they keep going here. Yeah. Or they're going to skip the Honda after Riv. The Honda's going to be tough, I think. It's going to have a tough spot. Or they're going to skip Pebble. And and uh, But I think the reason a lot of guys who are, you know, we got Scheffler, we got Rom, we got Cantley, we got Xander, we got Will Z, we got Finau, we got Sam Burns, Tom Kim, Cam Young, Sung Jay. The reason these guys are playing this one, I think, is it's the start of the season. They get three guaranteed rounds. Yes, totally agree. And it's the three guaranteed rounds that matter here because they're really warming up for all of those events that are coming that really matter. And and, the, and if they're the, going to skip one, this is it. The cost benefit is they have to play with amateurs. For a... Yeah. Well, I guess, I mean, that's, listen, here's the truth. That's Pebble 2. Yes. It's Pebble 2. But I think as they as they warm up, they need, they want a week before they come into Tory. And for a lot of these guys... The mystique of Tory, the tigerness of Tory, right? It, to yeah. some extent, at this point, the romness of Tory. For sure. Uh, uh, th- th- it, it just has that added weight. And so they want to get one in on the mainland before they go do that. They could miss Pebble. They could go play Phoenix and... Uh, you know, and and by the time they roll into Riviera, be ready to go. That's that's you know a couple back to back weeks of big money tournaments. And it it also has to be the case that collecting FedEx Cup points at this juncture in the season in a, a tournament that that isn't a, exactly you know a high right. stress kind of environment. Pac Manning um, up FedEx Cup points. Yeah, that's right. So they're not exactly. like Justin Rose last year going to miss it or Ricky you know, coming in basically dead last and getting in. I, I, I think it, it it does matter. It is ridiculous that the Sony Open had more world golf ranking points than freaking Kapalua, given the quality of field strength, right? It is ridiculous that the FedEx Cup points are the same, but that's okay. They're going to fix this, I think, don't you? I agree. Yes, I do. I do. Especially if... The position that we've been sort of cast into with this is it's a it is absolutely a gating element. It's always been a gating element, you know, in terms of of ability to play right. the the majors. But but now the importance of of those points and that the the that the allocation of them is is getting scrutiny and it's it's deserved scrutiny. And it, there, there's no question that um, the system could be improved. It seems in terms of a judging uh, event by event, how many points to allocate and, you know, the, how you measure yeah. the strength of field. By the way, the other reason Pebble's going to suck is Monterey Peninsula took a big old storm lashing. Oh, I saw that. And there is, th- there was ocean up in the fairways in some of the holes on Monterey Peninsula. I, I, I'm actually going to be surprised if they don't make a change. If they're able to rescue the golf course over the next couple of weeks, it'll be, it'll be interesting. But, but uh, well, all the, the golf courses, itself, right? You talked all the all the golf courses, right? I mean, it's Spyglass, it's Pebble, and it's yeah. M- MP. I saw Monterey Peninsula underwater. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think it was the Dunes course. The 14th hole there was completely underwater, but right. uh, in any event, 
So let's talk about this. Now the pebble, uh, uh, the desert, um, Palm Springs hasn't received the atmospheric, uh, river. I don't, I don't believe, I mean, there's some wind and yeah, there was some wetness, but it's, they're fine. The courses are fine. I did. Yeah, I got the report today. Everything looks good. The only weather that is in the forecast at all is wind on Friday up to potentially 20. Otherwise yeah. it's dry as usual. Is yeah. it cooler there? It's in it the is 60s. a little bit cooler. Yes. Okay. It will be a little bit cooler, but, uh, the rough is fairly negligible. This is what John Rom yelled about a couple of years ago, which is fucking piece of shit putting contest. The the famous quote was here at, at the Amex. <laughs> because, well, he, he's won it, and here he is, and, and he knows, and he's here, yeah, he he's knows. back. So, yeah. so that's good. But yeah, th- th- we got three courses this week. Two of them at PJ West. It's the Nicholas Tournament Course and the Stadium Course. La Quinta is the other one. La Quinta is easy as hell. It's only 7,000 yards. The other two are, are 7,100, almost 7,200. Uh, La Quinta is where they're starting all of the big stars like Rom on Thursday because they won't even send camera crews out there. Right. Uh, yeah. and we don't get any shot link. We don't get any no. uh, of the, the, the data, the real-time data. No, you get nothing. So they will make sure that the big stars rotate through on Saturday. Uh, through the stadium course. And then of course they'll play the stadium course on Sunday to see who wins. So th- this is a, it, it is a, it's not a hit and giggle cause, cause Nicholas and stadium courses are, are no bullshit, but we got guys here. Look, Cantlay's got the stadium course record. He shot at 61 in 2021. Willie Z has the Nicholas course record. He shot at 61 in 2022. So there, Rom has won this event. So we got real players here uh, playing courses that they've done well at, there is a chance that you've got, you know, a pretty decent log jam with those 10 of the top 20 in the world golf rankings all at the top. So that's the conundrum in handicapping this thing, because five of the last six uh, events competed here have been won by guys at 50 to one odds or or longer than that. Um, since Wofford last right, year. Right, exactly. Uh, and when Siwoo won it, I think he was super long odds. I mean, right. this is the way. And, and, and that variance emanates from the fact that you don't have tip top field. There's been this is the best field by far 30 years, 40 years at least. Yeah. Right. Um, that they've yeah. convened for this. So we it's not an easy handicap. But the thing that I'm inclined to do is look for guys who play well on Pete Dye courses guys who are um, comfortable on the, in, on the West coast guys, you know, with, with a, a track record um, in, in this event, like, you know, the low hanging fruit kinds of situations and then not try and take big swings. This is the way that I'm, I'm sizing up a card. I'm looking at a make the cut parlay. I'm looking at some top twenties. I'm looking okay. at so, and, and, you know, if, if you uh, want a winner, I have a, yeah. a name in mind. Do you, or do you have one? You're gonna not say the right thing because you're you hate the guy who's actually gonna win this. But go ahead. It's Sungjae. I think Sungjae's gonna win. And I really he's, he's twenty one to one um, right now. Look at the, the trend line is eleven, twelve, ten, twelve in terms mm. of his performance at this venue. Him missing the cut last week, I think, is is kind of a good thing uh, okay. in a weird way to say because he's he's out of the limelight. Maybe a tiny bit a value on him. Certainly, uh, the combination of of how comfortable he is with that you know, that series of outcomes and the way that I'm going to play him is plus 240 to top 10. 
that's that's my Sung Jae action okay. for the week. Who who do you think is going to win? I just I think it's Patrick Cantlay. Okay. He, he he owns the the course record on the stadium course. Like I said, his last three he's finished T nine second and ninth. Yep. He's got the he leads all players at this tournament in scoring average over the last ten years in birdies per round. Yeah. Uh, he just I, I it feels like only a matter of time, assuming that the putting's happening. It's not a high pressure event, which is always your complaint about Cantlay. Uh, it's one of those ones that you could just see him sort of stealing. And I think he, I think he actually came in second to Siwoo when Siwoo won here. I think you're right. The, the, our homie, Justin Ray, you know, the, the past five years, if you look at strokes gain total, it has both our guys. It has Cantlay and it has Sungjae. It also has John Rahm, uh, Andrew Putnam and, ah. uh, Adam Hadwin, who always, it feels like we're always seeing Adam Hadwin. Out here in, in 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 the desert, you know, playing well on on these courses. Well, Andrew Pup, Andrew Putnam's an interesting one. We should talk about him for a second because there's some. This is one of those events, as we talked about, where there's some guys in the middle range who are worth paying attention to. I mean, this guy, you know, Putnam. Uh, he was he was T four last week. Yeah, he finished second at the Zozo in the fall. He's got th- thirteen made cuts. Three top fives this year. He's five for his last five made cuts at the Amex with four top 25s. The guy's sitting there right now at 12th in FedEx, but he's doing it in kind of a weird way. He's he's 48th in approach, which is great. He's 15th in putting, getting almost a stroke around, but he's 183rd off the tee. Mm. And when you sort of pull that apart, though, his driving accuracy is pretty high. He's 52nd. He's hitting 66% of his fairways, but he's just 199th in distance. He is not a big hitter. You know, at a course like this, I mean, he's had some decent success here, but it does feel like a kind of course where you, you can bomb and gouge, right? And now Hudson Swafford maybe not being the best example of it, but Rom's won here. The rough is not that high. So that's a guy, he's sitting there. Maybe maybe the, the comparable play that we got to think about, I mean, listen, he's plus 188 for a top 20. Uh, it feels a little scary to me just because he doesn't have the length, even though he's been playing well and he comes in on a heater. But when we think about momentum plays, that's a guy we might look at. The the the, the sort of mirror image of him is Taylor Montgomery, sure. who, who is uh, one slot. He's 13th in FedEx, right? Putnam's yeah. 12th. He's 13th in FedEx. But Montgomery's doing it totally differently. He's eight for eight with seven top 15 finishes this season. Looks like he's maybe rookie of the year candidate. He was 12th last week. But he's doing it totally differently. He is 55th in shots gained off the tee. He's gaining a third a stroke. But he's 156th in approach. He's losing a third of a shot around on approach. His putting is eighth. He's lights out. He, he's gaining a, almost a stroke and a quarter, over a stroke and a quarter around. So he's 91st in tee to green, but 13th overall. The question I have is, is that sustainable? Right? If you're not, if you're, if you, your approach game is so shitty that you're almost dead last in the field. Can he continue this? He looks like a rookie of the year candidate, but he's 160th in greens and regulation. It feels like as we get into the spring and the rough comes up, this could be a problem, right? He's seventh yeah. in scoring average, but like... Not a problem not for this venue, though. Sharp, this situation. Right, that's the question. So yeah. he's hitting it 25 yards farther on average than Putnam. 
but he is plus 160 for a top 20. How do we feel about him versus Putnam, two players who are in basically the same position on the FedEx Cup right now, but they're doing it totally differently, right? It's Montgomery with the putter and the driver, terrible irons. It's Putnam with the irons and the putter, terrible driver. You play them both. It's fine. He could play that. that those, those could be two legs of a make the cut parlay as as well. Uh, I did a quick survey of a bunch of our homies. Uh, Pat Mayo likes Tony Finau and Cam Davis. Cam Davis shows up in a lot of different of yeah. the advanced ad- analytic uh, measures. You know, top ten um, for strokes gain, T to green. There is a lot of folks that say strokes gain off the of T and T to green. Um, is an important uh, metric for this. Par 5 birdie or better also important um, for this. Cam Davis finished tied for third in 2021. Yeah. At this at this very This was really uh, his event. coming out party at this event. Yep. Exactly right. So um, Cam Davis is a guy that you might want to sprinkle some on. Sticking with the Cams, Cam Young uh, made his debut last year um, at this thing mm-hmm. and was tied for fifth before he shot yep. a, a final round 77, <laughs> yes, <laughs> which so it, he not didn't great. finish. Yeah. Not, not his best, but you know, if Early you're, jitters. if you're a cam young, uh, truther, if you've got him, you know, circled as a guy that, that might make some noise, uh, in the majors this, this coming season that this your bomb and gouge, uh, thesis for sure works way down the line, way down the list guy that I'm eyeballing and I'm not having yet, decided i want to play him but he's made every cut thus far in eight events he's eight for eight in making the cut do you know who who this is taylor montgomery's done that but who are we talking about will gordon okay i like it yeah uh and i'm only thinking about him in a top 20 kind of way maybe in in a make the cut kind of way but maybe we're tempting the god the golf gods a little bit with that one uh other name that that keeps showing up is sahith is is Sahith Tagala. Yeah. Uh see him in, in a lot of different folks. I think Sobel had has him. Uh, I think Sobel yeah. ha- has him as as his winner. So, every fact. week Sobel goes Sobel <laughs> goes back to to size. That's true. He does yeah. he does do it every single week. I mean, I, th- there's a couple others that I think you got to think about and you're going to you're going to be well, first of all, if we're just making momentum bets. Ben Taylor was tied for fourth last week. Sunday his round was only minus 1, but he's plus 400 to top 20. Mm. And then you got Aaron Badley, who shot 65 both days on the weekend, finished T7, and is plus 650 to top 20. So something to think about the momentum. If you really think momentum matters, those are two guys who sort of crept up and are probably being undervalued. I'll tell you, I like Tom Hoagie. I mean, I I cannot believe this. Do you know who is leading the tour in shots gained approach? Is that it's true? Tom Hoagie. Wow. He's, he's averaging over a stroke and a half gain per round on approach. And he's 39th in putting, getting over a half stroke around. So, I mean, he had a T41 last week, but he shot 67 both days on the weekend. And we know that he flew from Kapalua, where he finished third, awesome. to L.A. to watch TCU get absolutely just demolished yes it was a boat race before then getting back on a plane to fly to hawaii so i don't i actually love that first of all he made the cut but second of all i love the 67s on the weekend after a lot of trouble tom hoagie is the 30th ranked player in the world right now house he is plus 160 for a top 20 he's plus 333 for a top 10 
I think you got to look at it. I'm pissed that I didn't get him in one of my my fantasy leagues. You know, he was he was snapped up yeah. before I even had a chance to to make a move on by, him. By I, the way, T6 here in 2020, second place solo last year. Yeah, so that that's he knows what he's doing here. You, that that's why that would you say plus 160 for a top 20? Yes. Yeah, this, that that might have the fairway rolling bet of the week that might get and, my full and, endorsement and that that's the same top 20 odds as taylor montgomery who everybody's all over right now so same top I, 20 yards as, as andrew putnam as well oh yeah, no putnam so, was like 188 or so yeah yeah yeah. so so it's something something definitely to look at as we think about those guys look you can never count out tony fino you just don't know but like he's you got to make a, a a few decisions about who's going to be great at the top of the board here's what i'm gonna say to you buddy John Rahm is playing with one other guy. They, they get paired with only one guy here because they're playing with a bunch of amateurs. And yes. uh, I mean, amateurs, I mean, look, one year I, I followed around a group that had Brett Hull in it. And Brett Hull had like two gummies and nine screwdrivers before his <laughs> round. He, he had a Donald Trump head cover, uh, which was hilarious because the amateurs always tee off in front of the pros. And there is actually some elevation on these courses. So there were times where his bag would just be poking out over the hill where the players were down low underneath it. So you just would see a little Donald Trump head cover <laughs> and the pros would be teeing off over. It was terrific. Yeah, but, great. but he was face down and just, I mean, he could barely move himself around the course. Which is, I just say that because who you get paired with in some of these things matters. And people are like, okay, let's put the celebrities with the, with the best players, but can actually be super disruptive. Ricky Fowler is playing with John Rahm. Ricky okay. Fowler has two top tens this year. Yeah. He has a new swing that has debuted on Instagram. He's plus 550 for a top 10. He's plus 250 for a top 20. I don't I want to really, bet him to top 10. I don't want to bet I him to top either. 10. I don't either. I'm not betting him to top 10. But I like plus 250 for a top 20 for Ricky Fowler because he's actually been playing very well, and it looks like he's put in a lot of work, and the swing looks very, very interesting right now, House. It, he got rid of that that flat, you know, the flat wrist of, and, and, at, at the back. Like, it, you know, it, it looks physically impossible, the, the previous swing, and, and now it looks like it has a little vert to it. It's, it's, it's again, the only scary part of that is if this is in fact a piece of shit fucking putting contest, <laughs> then, you know, but he's playing with Rom, so there'll be energy. There's a, he's going to, these are going to be real reps. I'm excited to see Ricky this week. Okay. I like it. Well, I, I don't think we're going to do any better than that. You said Cantley, um, is, is your soft circle to win. Mine is Sung Jay. Uh, we went through a bunch of names. You can get a, Cam Cam Sahith parlay make the cut plus one thirty eight. If you parlay Cam Young, Cam Davis, what did I say? I said it right. Cam Cam Sahith. That's right. Yes. Cam Davis, Cam Young, Sahith. That's plus one thirty eight. If you want to work in a little Will Gordon, that jacks it up to plus two eighty four. That's almost three to one. I love you're your hoagie really, bet. I love your. You're really going on the parlays it's time i'm i'm, I'm ready nothing from your football season no i did I, this is the problem i just hit a a four team uh 10 point teaser over wild card weekend so i'm loading in now this is these are all terrible bets wow. i don't recommend anybody do it but these are names that if you want to sprinkle one of the name worth mentioning in that plus 600 class nate lashley finished tied mm -hmm. for seventh at the sony he is in the top 10 between 100 and 125 yards. So these golf courses 
set up for that kind of approach. He has a top 15 finish on his card at this this uh, event, plus 600 for a top 20 for, for Nate Lashley. That feels like a little bit of value. So I just wanted to give that little Nate Lashley shout out. That's all. <laughs> just, to, just to top it off. It's the cherry just on top, to top of you. There we go. Amex Sunday. There we go. Speaking of an Amex Sunday, I guess we'll watch. Uh, it will finish. It's more primetime golf, which is, on the one hand, you know, great and exciting, but it's going to be come into direct conflict with the NFL football um, because those games have pushed up a little bit time-wise. But fine, we'll switch over, see how our bets are doing, and we can fire off angry texts and tweets if, if yes. necessary. This uh, is worth paying attention to if only to see who the guys are who are going to compete well in these non-elevated events. You can learn some things that will make you some money. So it's worth paying attention. And we're rolling into some some elevated events. So, you know, let's 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 pay attention to trend lines here a little bit. How about that idea? All right, my birdie yeah. buddies. Yeah. My my par saving pals. Lamar Jackson, come to DC. <laughs> he's an Eagle enthusiast, I know. I wonder if he's ever uh swung a golf club. I'm sure he he'd be fine at it. If maybe. he has, it'd be a laser. Yeah. Uh we have there we've we, we've done it. We are back next week. We're just rolling along here on fairway, rolling. We're catching even more days around you know fifty degrees here on the East Coast, Nate. Dog, it's not that bad for throwing a peg in the ground and getting a little bit of you know your brown Bermuda grass. Uh, mm. You know, go go catch a loop and and everything. You know, a couple vodkas make everything go better. Just ask Brett Hull. If you're gonna throw a peg in the ground and grab a little vodka while you're out on the golf course, let's hit them straight out there. <laughs>